Hello and welcome back to Invader Sports. This is the soccer show, which I promise we'll think of a catchy name soon. I think so. But for now, just the soccer show for Invader Sports. Uh, we have Adam and Luke on today. It's going to be a fun episode because Adam just went to his, correct me if I'm wrong, this was your first away match supporting Liverpool, right? Yeah, first away, first away game. So obviously um, Liverpool Arsenal. In the Carabao Cup, you might be able to hear that my voice is a little bit, a little bit sore after all that singing. So yeah, first time at been to the Emirates before, but um, always sat in the home end and had to be quiet when Liverpool scored. But this time, I was able to scream and shout in the away end of all the Liverpool fans. And uh, yeah, two 0 win through to through to the final, um, which is quite funny because we've only been the, the League Cup is a cup we haven't. I mean the first. Klopp's first season, we got to the final and lost to City on penalties. And then every year after there, we just went out in the, the early rounds, didn't really get that far. But this year, he put a really strong team out tonight, which I was quite surprised about. So we had like Van Dijk starting. The, the whole the back line was pretty much as full strength as you can as you can get. Then obviously um we had Diogo Giotto, his new song, which I heard for the first time. I you don't really get to hear it on TV, but being there. Um, he's got a new song which was pretty cool and um, yeah he scored two cracking goals that second one as well the way he just chested it down brilliant do you want to, do you want to sing the song for us? Uh, no. <laughs> I, to, I didn't take any videos but the guy I was with took, took a couple so you'll probably, I'll probably send some in the group chat maybe we can edit it into the, the podcast next week of me singing I ended up on the chair I ended up like standing on the chairs with my jacket off freezing cold actually just going mental. Yeah, I mean, it was pretty, Dan, you'd love it. Dan, you'd you'd love it. You're next. I know you said about you want to get to Liverpool to do a Champions League night, but I also think if you could do an away, an away game, the experience is just it's just crazy. Yeah, I mean, that's definitely my bucket list. I would love to do something like that. But but yeah, Jota played a great game. His first goal was beautiful as well when he just sliced through the the opposing defense. He didn't get that much on the ball, but he didn't need to because he put it in the right spot. And then the second one, perfect run, timed it, timed it great. The announcers thought it was offsides, but clearly it wasn't when they went to review. And, yeah, I was very happy to see that. Now they're in the in the final of the Carabao Cup. I think they'll win. I think they'll beat Chelsea. Uh, what do you think on that? Last time we played Chelsea in the final was, I think it was FA Cup final. Um Drogba, Drogba tormented us and he won the game for them. It's when we had Andy Carroll up front. So I remember Andy Carroll, he'd done this header in like the last five minutes of the game and Czech made this unbelievable save. Um, I think, I don't want to say, oh, we should win. I think if we play full strength, as we can play, we can beat Chelsea. But at the same time, Tuchel's very good at these one-off cup games setting Chelsea up to defend and I could also see it being a game where Chelsea just frustrate us and then you know they get they get that one goal and just end up winning one nil yeah. I'm gonna be confident and say yeah we're gonna win it'll be good if we win as well because I was listening to something the other day and and it's true um it was like a debate around um you know like Klopp and should he should like by the time he leaves Liverpool he needs to win more like not to prove himself no way but he deserves more. And someone made the comment, when you look at, uh, like when Guardiola leaves Man City, 
of course, I mean, they hope they'll have the Champions League, but they'll have like those four or five Premier League titles. And then all around him will just be decorated with those League Cups and FA Cups that they've won. And you, I just want to see that when Klopp leaves, he has the Premier League, the Champions League, another league, another Champions League. But then I want to see all those trophies around him just to show how successful he was. So, yeah, I do think it's important as well. Yeah, and it's definitely seemed like uh, an, an emphasis this year to go for those Cups and put in the strong teams. Uh, of course, we didn't have the schedule dip. Uh, schedule difficulty that we had the one time where they had a game, two games within 24 hours, but he's definitely going for it. And I, I like our chances. Now you weren't on last week. So what are your thoughts on uh, Coutinho coming back to the EPL? I'm really happy for him. Obviously it was a bit sour, a bit sour when he did leave Liverpool the way he did. But I almost think it almost feels like um, he's, I don't want to say, you know, not served his punishment as if he's, but he's he's learned his lesson that he probably regrets leaving Liverpool. Because, I mean, there's that famous Klopp quote where he basically said to Coutinho, you stay here and they'll build a statue outside the stadium of you, or you go to Barcelona and you just become another player. And he did just become another player. But now I'm, I'm happy, to, especially scoring against United, um, you know, bringing them back from 2 0 down, you know. Playing with, um, he played with Gerard. Now he's under Gerard. It shows the pull Gerard does have, because although he wasn't a starter for Barcelona, he's still a top player for Aston Villa to get. And also, I've seen the, I've seen them been speak spoken about about bringing Suarez in. So I feel like Gerard's trying to get the band back together. Yep, I saw that That'd too. Be ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, that'd be very interesting. Um, but yeah. Uh, I agree. I was happy for him. Uh, sorry that Luke, that menu ended up with the draw, but it was nice to see how happy he looked after the game too. It was like a, a look of relief on his face and uh, it was nice for him. I'm happy for him and his family. He'll be appreciated of it, I think. Um, like I kind of said last week, I think, you know, Grealish was a, a big loss, um, especially from a creative standpoint. I think Coutinho is going to, fill that void um so i think he'll like it there and i think yeah he'll be appreciated which is which is always good too yeah uh now luke i know you have a question mm, yeah so we're halfway through the season and it'll be interesting to hear from you but from you both who you think's been the biggest surprise so far whether that's surpassed expectations or underdelivered. you know Who's that one person you kind of thought, I'm shocked? Um, this is an easy one, but I'm definitely going to say Diogo Jota because he's, he's scored now since he joined Liverpool once every, every two games. And he's keeping that up this year. And with not having uh, Mane and Salah right now, he really stepped up, got two big goals today. I, just, I, I think he's a big game player, and I think Klopp found someone that was, you know, had potential, but he brought out so much more uh, of what he had deep in his, his style of play. So I, I, I would say him that I'm surprised about. I'll think of somebody that is, um, I guess, I guess you could say uh, Patrick Bamford has let me down this year. I thought he was going to be a lot better than than he's doing. 
I thought he could end up challenging Harry Kane for the number nine for England. That's how that's how good I thought he was. And then this year, he's just been laying eggs. He's not been healthy. Uh, it's just strange to me because I thought he was a really, really quality player. He was one of my top guys going into the year that I thought would really excel this year. Hmm. What do you got, Adam? Yeah. There's a few. There's one that comes to my mind, but it hasn't surprised me because I didn't think he'd do well anyway. But I think uh, I know who you're going to say already. Who? Are you going to say Sancho? Yeah, I was going to say Sancho because I told you from the start, didn't I, Luke? I said I don't think he'll do very well, well um, in his first season at least. Um, yeah, but he's he's maybe he's actually surprised me at how bad he's been to adapt. And but I mean, thing... go on. No, but just listen to some commentators. I remember, I think it was Jamie Redknapp that said it, and I agree with him. If you're you know, a winger for Man United, nine times out of ten, the one thing they've always been good at when you look at them, like even when you look at, I mean, I know he was sort of a good player, not brilliant, but like you look at the likes of Nani and just other wingers they've had that haven't been, you know, the, the best players in the world. They've all had that pace and ability to run on the counter and beat a man. Mm. Whereas when I just watch Sancho play, it's just, it's like he's almost scared to take on a player. Yeah. I think there's definitely a lack of confidence at the moment. But the, the thing is, I'll say as well, is, I mean, I don't think there's too much of an excuse for the start of the season, but I think moving to, since since Bregnick's come in, moving to the 4 triple two, I think it's, it's not a formation that suits him. And even with Greenwood, you know, you can kind of see that it wasn't a formation for him either. And since switching... I mean, I know it's been one game, but you could see how much more comfortable um, the front three were against um, Brentford, even though they didn't play great at all. But just as a as a front three, it looks way more comfortable. So I'd be interested to see how Sancho does in, in the new setup if they if they carry on playing that formation um, and seeing if it's any different. Um, but yeah, no, I can agree with that. I think I think Sancho has really struggled, um, and it might be a confidence thing now. That he needs to, he needs to try and bring that back. But we'll see what happens. Um, and then I'll probably going into say, the second half of the season. I'll probably say the, the one that surprised me in a good way. I'll probably go with just because I've, I've never really heard that much about him, Conor Gallagher. I just I bloody love watching him play. I, I mean, I really like Crystal Palace and I love what Vieira. I raved about them at the start of the season. I just love what he's done with them. Um, like they went, they they went from a team that one-dimensional with just Zaha and you couldn't pay me to watch them to a team now that've got all this young attacking talent they play nice pressing football free-flowing football and you know Liverpool've got them on Sunday and that one easy game at all and Conor Gallagher is one of the reasons for that I mean watching him play I don't think he's I don't think he's good enough though to go back to Chelsea and this start them in. no I don't think I don't think so. I just don't know who he'd replace in that Chelsea team at the moment. He has the potential, so it's whether at the end of the season oh, I, could, I could see just Palace putting in quite a nice offer for him and taking him and him going there for a few years before moving to another like, sort of, mm. not to uh, this Palace, but a larger team, a more successful yeah. team. And as well, we yeah, sure. love that. the players you can see at Palace, they, they love playing under Vieira. Like, it must be there's certain players that are legends of the game that when they become managers, they, you know, 
although the players respect them for what they've done, they can't translate that into management, whereas Vieira seems to be very much a manager that he gains the respect from being one of the best midfielders ever to play in the Premier League, but also he has that knowledge of the game and that man management skill to be a manager as well. Hmm. Do you have anybody, Luke? Top of your head? Um, I was thinking about it earlier. Um, I guess in terms of who's, in my mind, underachieved, I have to say Lukaku, um, because I know kind of going into the season, we very much said, like, should very much be in contention for Golden Boot, um, you know, should could potentially bring Chelsea to another Champions League. Um, and especially under Tuchel, kind of looks like the perfect player. Um, but that like that clinical finisher that was missing from Chelsea's Chelsea's um attacking attackers. Um so I'd say Lukaku definitely is one of those that surprised me in the season. The other one was actually kind of going back to United. Um how De Gea's kicked on. I think he's had a really, really good couple months. Um and he's starting to look like one of the best goalkeepers um in the world again, in my opinion. Uh, which is which is kind of crazy considering like a year ago everyone seems to be writing him off me included I, I was kind of very much in the mindset of give give Henderson a chance De Gea is clearly not up for it and he's just to be fair to him kicked on and turned it around and he looks he looks great this season um, most of the mistakes that he's kind of seen have led to goals have been more defensive errors that have left him in a situation that he can't really do a lot um, so yeah I think De Gea has really surprised me to be honest. So, um, so that is actually a perfect segue because I have two main new topics that I wanted to throw by you. One of which David De Gea has made more saves than any other goalkeeper in the EPL this season. Now that speaks for him, but does it also speak that the defense is letting up too many shot opportunities? 100%. I don't know. This is not actually something we've talked about even, even in the WhatsApp group. Um, I talked to Adam about it briefly. Um, but there was some news that came out in the week. Um, the, um, there was a, uh, I'm not sure if it was a, a director's meeting or a shareholder's meeting, but apparently um, Ragnik held a, held a presentation and said that Maguire, Luke Shaw and Aaron Wan-Bissaka were not good enough to play for United, uh, which I'm sure was very difficult to hear considering I think it was like between them all, like 150, 160 million. Um, yeah. spent on them um so yeah i'm um, um, they all just all did not play on on uh when was it yesterday either on thursday either so i don't, I, I don't think anyone in that defense is good enough Varane's Varane can't really string a bunch of games together lindelof still don't really trust him I, I, especially with the style of football that it changed to i don't think it's good enough i think when we were playing a much more counter-attackive style of football. I think he could get away with being more stagnant and kind of just heading the ball down and kind of launching up the pitch. But now we're kind of playing a high line and stuff like that. He gets caught out way too easy, um, especially especially if his back turns a goal. I just don't. He's just not built for that sort of football. Um, and Luke Shaw is another one where he he can go and have a good six months as soon as contract talks begin or there's talks of him being replaced, but he's still inconsistent. And Aaron Wambasaka is just not at all built to be a, a modern fullback, in my opinion. Like when you look at other defenders that are kicking on in the league, 
even Delow, like Delow's by no stretch of the imagination, like a, a top right back in the Premier League, but he's still better at getting forward. Um, so I think if, if United are going to actually be challengers for anything, for any competition, I think they need to go in and replace at least um, three quarters of that defence, which is kind of crazy. Um, so, and if we don't get Champions League, Varane might not stay. And then you're looking at a really interesting standpoint. But no, none, none of that defence is, is good enough at the moment. And <clears throat> I think it speaks volumes that we, we've won the games that we have because De Gea's been there and De Gea's stepped up otherwise i think we'd be lucky to be in the position we are in the table yeah all right good answer um now speaking of the table uh i wanted to ask your guys the chances of who's going to make top four but before we get there uh ragnick actually did say something about paul pogba he explained this is a quote from from him he explained to me that he wants to be the best paul pogba paul pogba that he can be so does that mean he wants to stay now? Like, are you are you confident that he'll stay or, or, or you think, still think he might leave? It'll be interesting to hear what Adam has to say. I still think he'll leave, personally. I don't really know if there's any money. unless the, I think the offer at the moment is, is 500000 a week or something stupid like that. But I, the thing is, from Paul Pogba's side, he's seen so many different managers come in. Nothing's really changed. At what point, and he's not getting any younger, at what point do you kind of sit around and say, I'll see what the next project has, you know, has to say, I'll stay on for another year? Or with your contract ending, do you just take a move? Get still get a decent salary because no one's really paying for you if you're going at the end of the season. Um, get a nice sign-on bonus and just try something new. That's what I would do personally. I, I think if I was him coming to like you know the best the best couple of years i'd be looking for something new I, like a genuine project that's well on its way united are going to have to go through some form of rebuild like i was saying the whole defense basically needs replacing again new midfielder um yeah i wouldn't stay i'd 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 look for a project that's more um has a better foundation personally right. i don't know what you think adam yeah adam anything on that the thing is, yeah the thing is pogba is you can tell he he likes the club. He likes like he has got a big love for the fans, the city. So I, I if United were to get top four and show ambition with the manager they brought in, then I could because the thing is Pop wasn't in no rush to announce he's he's leaving or not. I, I could imagine the season ending and us still not knowing what's gonna happen. So I imagine he's you know, he's he can wait and see what happens. Um and then if he were to leave, well, I don't, to be honest, I don't know. I could see him going back to Juventus. That would be nice. Um, apart from that, PSG would be the only other option I reckon where he'd go. Um, so there's that as well. He hasn't got that many options. Like That's the thing with some of these players. Although they're the best players in the world, um, and it's a bit like, it's kind of like Salah as well. Although they're the best players in the world, the wages they demand. I know there are some rich clubs out there, but there's only a handful of clubs that are actually going to pay you that money. Mm-hmm. But he's getting to a certain age where, you know, he's he hasn't. I think he's still got a few years, but he's he's not young anymore. So you know, certain teams were back in the day they would have got him for him aren't going to go and pay him five hundred grand a week anymore. So he, he's actually you become the better they are, the more limited 
they are in their options. Because, yeah, obviously every club in the world will be like, yeah, we'll take you. And then it'll get to the wages and it'll be like, oh, we can't afford that. Yeah, um, right. My gut feeling tells me he'll leave. I think he'll leave. But I don't think it's like for sure. Okay. Uh, I think I'm, I'm up in the air right now. I no. can't decide based on what he said, but I think it does have a lot to do with top four. So to end the show this week, we're going to talk about this top four race. Now, as per ESPN stats and information, here are the best four chances for these four teams to battle out for fourth place. Tottenham, 42% chance. Arsenal, 38% chance. Man U, 11% chance. And then West Ham, 11% chance. Do you agree with these rankings? I mean, as of right now, West Ham is fourth. No, I think, I, I know United are all four at the moment, but I think they're the favourites. Really? Yeah. If, yeah, they've got, they, they've got the, the, the thing is, the thing is, Ranić is, and you can tell, by the way, Ronaldo's spoken about him. He'd done that interview last week. You know, Ranić, he might not be the best manager ever, but he he he's he knows what he's doing in a way. And I think that he's he's slowly started to weed out some of the bad, the bad, you know, eggs there. Like you know, even just dropping Maguire, you've you've shown he knows his football, and he's not scared to you know drop eighty million pound defender. Um. And at the moment, they're winning games. Well, um, they just won a game, so they they won a game. They drew against Villa, but they're 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 getting points where they really don't deserve to get anything. And eventually, there's too much quality in that team, and there's also a manager that knows what what he's doing. But I think they will just turn a turn a point where they're not amazing, but they'll start playing better football. Um, and then Arsenal and Tottenham. I mean, after watching Arsenal tonight. <laughs> A couple of players, and they'll be a very good team. They've got some great young players. Martin, watching Martinelli today live, if you ask me now, one player Liverpool could get from from um, Arsenal, I would say Martinelli. He's just direct. He's scary, but yeah. they're not the finished product. Clap, uh, Clap striker, praised him today. He praised them today too. Clap did. Clap did. Yeah. yeah. If if they sign this Blahovic from Fiorentina, then I'll change my opinion, and they'll get top four. But as it stands, no. Tottenham, I mean, that was a great game yesterday. Losing 2-1 and then mm -hmm. within two minutes, we had 80 seconds winning. So, you know, but they're not good enough. Conte knows they're not good enough. He knows that he's probably picked up a bigger project than he thought. Um, I mean, I'd say the, the sole reason Tottenham is the favourite in this list is because they have two games in hand on Man U and they also have uh one point in hand uh one point above them so th those games in hand yeah, they're obviously point. they're gonna have to win yeah so. yeah it's about you'd rather have the points on the board and like at the end of the day spurs have got about five games four or five games they need to play that they haven't played because of postponements and so they're gonna have a lot of games to churn out and they're not they've got that they've got an amazing squad it's not that big so yeah, don't get me wrong, they are probably, I would say, United. And then at a push, I'd probably say Tottenham because of Kane and Son. Because compared to Arsenal, Arsenal don't have, in my opinion, at the moment, any world-class players. They have 
potentially world-class players, Martinelli, Smith-Rowe, uh, Saka, but they don't have any players you look at and think, whereas Tottenham do have Son and Kane, um, even though Kane's been piss poor this season. And then West Ham, I've said it all season. I, I know I said at one point, let's see what happens at Christmas, but they won't get top four. No ch- no chance. I, I'll come out and apologise or whatever if they do. I'll be amazed. They don't have the squad depth. And uh, to be honest, I still stick by it. I don't think they're, 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 they're that great. I think they've got a lot of players at the moment. They've got some good players. Ben Rama, uh, Jared Bowen is some great form at the moment. Zuma is great at the back. But they've got a lot of players that, in my opinion, are very bang average players that are just playing to the best they've ever played. And, you know, you saw it against Leeds. They come up against Leeds, you know, at home. And... You know, it was a very entertaining game, but they couldn't beat Leeds. They, you know, they couldn't beat Leeds, who were a depleted side with a fifteen-year-old on the bench. See, I just don't think they've got the they haven't got the squad depth. And to be honest, so there'll be players that once they come out of form will just drop off a cliff. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a fair take. Um, just for argument's sake, since I picked it way back when saying West Ham will finish top four. I'll, I'll, I'll still stick with it, West Ham top four, but then I'll have Man U, second best chances, then Tottenham, and then Arsenal. That's my ranking. So, Luke? I am honestly torn. I think the thing is for me, I think the United, I think that United have the most to lose by not getting top four. I think if they don't get top four, you are likely to lose Ronaldo and Varane. Yeah. Um, so I wonder if that's enough to push them over the line. And don't forget, we've still got like a lot of games to go. So, you know, a, a less than, I mean, how many how many points gap is there now? Let me have a look. It's not much. It's like, um, it's, it's not much. Yeah. So, I mean, what, nine points between, between Chelsea and two games in hand on Chelsea. So... That's like you can you can do that, but I don't know. I'm I'm not super convinced. Like Adam said, you know, we there's a lot of games that United do not deserve to be winning, and at some point that luck runs out as well. Um, I'm actually weirdly going to say I think it will be Arsenal, but then I think in my mind it will be Arsenal, United, then Tottenham. So I'm going to go almost the complete opposite to to Adam. Yeah, we all pick different outcomes. That's good. Let's yeah. let's see what let's see what happens. Yeah. All right. So, um, yeah, that'll pretty much wrap up this week. We have plenty more to talk about next week. And uh, thanks for listening. For listening, as always, if you want to get on the show, seniorvaders at gmail.com. Just email us, and we'll talk about whatever you guys want to talk about. So you guys have a great week. We'll see you next time. Hey, Lisa. Oh, thank you.